nothing transformed the way that I talk. Help me, Jesus. I need you. That's my focus. See, because when we're, the Holy Spirit's grieved, we've given the devil a foothold, we spoke the corrupt words, we're not linking the fact that our fleshly impulses are, are all revved up on a Tuesday because of the corrupt words we spoke on a Friday. And so we're just thinking, I'm just immoral, and I have an immoral problem. And it's actually demons were inspired by our words, and they don't care how they got there. The demons came in through the words, but they're, they're the ones that are inflaming the passions within us. They're called fiery darts in the Bible. We have to speak the truth to quench them. I'll end here in James chapter 3. It says, For we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is, able, he is mature, able to control the whole body. I want control of my whole body, every impulse. Now, if we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we direct their whole bodies. Meaning a horse, it's a powerful beast. Who can control it? This one little thing. You get this one little thing in its mouth and you have full control now, right? And it's the same for us. We get control of this. And now we've got control of many things. Through the Holy Spirit, not our own effort. And consider ships, though very large and driven by fierce winds, they are guided by a very small rudder. Wherever the, wherever the will of the pilot directs, right? So the, the ship is in a storm, the waves are crashing against it, the wind's crashing against it, but this one little rudder's in control. So too, though the tongue is a small part of the body, it boasts great things. Consider how small the fire sets ablaze a large forest. We need to put off the old man and to put on the new man in the form of our speech, become gracious in everything that we say. And I don't care what people think about me as far as like, oh, he's just an uptight, talks to, you know, he just wants everything to be right and perfect. I don't care what people think. I care what the Holy Spirit thinks. Because I can tell really slick jokes and have a lot of fun, or I can be empowered by the Holy Spirit and have gracious words on my speech. And when I'm standing in a public place and somebody really needs a divine word, fresh water comes out of my belly. Instead of the corrupt words telling me, well, you're this and you're that, and so you can't even talk to that guy because you're disqualified. Right? That's, that's the payoff. I, if we're going to prophesy, we want to prophesy with power. We have to be done with corrupt words. We want to evangelize, we want to evangelize in power, we have to be done with corrupt words. We want to teach and preach, we want it to be anointed, we want our lives to change, we have to be done with corrupt words. So whoever's facilitating the uh, communion tables, uh, if you don't mind just working your way down there and then, whichever communion table you're closest to, um, we're gonna, we could all stand up and we'll take communion. Just head towards the table you're closest to.
Just a few more people getting back to their seats. So we'll just wait. If you can stay standing, though. Just going to engage the Holy Spirit. In Isaiah chapter 6, uh, Isaiah goes into the throne room. And the first thing that he, he, he describes some of the throne room, but the first thing he recognizes about, him, about himself is he says, I am a man of unclean lips. He says, I am undone. I've, I, I didn't perceive it before, but now that I stand in the presence, I recognize just how wayward my mouth has been. Specifically related to grumbling and complaining. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but an angel comes with a coal and touches it to his lips. And, and the, the coal represents judgment, right? So judgment was bestowed upon his lips. But then he was able to be, uh, able to speak the message to Israel. And in the same way in the new covenant, we don't need a coal to touch our lips. We need the blood to touch our lips. Okay, so let's thank you, Jesus, for your body, for living and dying for me. As we, as we take the blood, we say, Jesus, I, I want a living understanding of what it means to, to have gracious words on my mouth. I want a living understanding. I'm not just resisting corrupt words. I'm embracing a whole new way of operating, a whole new way of talking. So cleanse my lips. Cleanse my lips, Jesus, with your blood. Father, we just thank you. Um, we thank you for Ephesians 4 and the insight into the freedoms that we can have. And we just invite you, come, teach us. Teach us Holy Spirit. We need to embrace you in this way if we want everything that you have for us in this body. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Ray. What a gift you are. Yeah, it was honoring. Thank you. Just, there was a word that was released by one of the elders this morning before the service, and the word was really weird. The word was bulimic, and bulimia is generally the habit where you eat, and then you go and you vomit the food up as, for, as a way of controlling weight, and it's really a strong word, and it's a heavy word, but it's an encouraging word that the word and the food that you've received this morning, keep it down. Keep it down. Keep it down. Allow this to settle in you, and it'll become life to your bones. So thank you for joining us this morning. It's been a wonderful time. Thank you to the worship team. You guys are just fantastic. Ray, what an incredible message. Thank you to everyone who makes Dayspring as amazing as it is. From those up in the nest making the sound amazing to those that prepare the communion, and those looking after our kids, aren't they amazing? Please remember to fetch your children if you brought. If you brought kids, fetch them. If you didn't, they're out of bounds. Please remember... Guys, you need to register for the men's breakfast. You have to get registered. And I think we've covered everything. Have a wonderful day, Dayspring Church. See you soon.
Thank you.